Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. listening um it's talk purpose and truth with kim and eden and we're back hi kim hi everybody hi it's good to be back good to yeah. see our producer scott um we're looking forward to, to hopefully being in studio soon after getting vaccinated and waiting a while and it's just been so long i eden i haven't even seen you in person in over a year i think and so it's weird oh, wow. because we talk every day, all day, <laughs> basically. Um, and so it feels like I've seen you, even though I haven't seen you. So it's a trip. Yeah, definitely. And thank goodness we have texting and phone and uh, video chat. I mean, we need each other. We've been through a lot lately, huh? Yeah, it's been, <laughs> uh, besides the pandemic, we've had our own big, big ups and downs, and we've helped each other through that. Um, but I wanted, before I go into that, I wanted to say to everyone, we had our Prince month, and we had five episodes, um, all Prince-related episodes on the show, because it was a five-year anniversary of when he transitioned. So thank you all for listening to those. And we have someone exciting in a couple weeks. Um, on May 16th, there'll be an episode with Dwayne Tudal who is famous Prince author. And he previously wrote a book on the Purple Rain years. And now he has a new book out on the years, the studio session years of Parade and Sign of the Times. So very excited to have him yeah, coming on. Him. We've been wanting him on for a long time. Yeah, and he finally gave in. Yeah, he, he finally gave in to our begging. <laughs> but it helped to meet him in person. Remember, we, we met him in person at the Revolution yeah. concert. Yeah. And then we won him over. Yeah. Um, went back when we were, that was one of my last concerts. Oh, my God. Crazy. Um, so what, what Eden was saying earlier is we, we've had some challenges. And um, we tend to, as you probably have heard in previous episodes, we tend to go through certain life lessons and different unique things at the same time. And we help each other through it. Um, I joke that it's sometimes it's like ET and the flower. <laughs> <laughs> what I think it is, it, to me, it's like, you know, when you're really close friends with someone, a female, and um, you your period starts to like your cycle starts at the same time eventually because you're yeah. so close it's like that <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> interesting um but with with all of that we've had a lot of deep healing work a lot of self-realization a lot of introspection and definitely compassion for ourselves as as you all you know have to realize and get to realize when you go through difficulties and hardships and today I was listening to Ian LaVanzant and she was saying how when life, no matter how much control we have over life, there's going to be difficulties. And with those difficulties, there's life lessons and growth, but there's also 
really beautiful blessings and miracles around the corner always. That's just a universal law. And mm -hmm. so to remind yourself of that when you're going through something that just feels like you're hitting rock bottom. Yeah, that's helpful. Right. And so, so with that, we have the perfect guest that aligns with all of that. And she was actually on, you guys can go back and find her episode. She was actually on way back around two years ago when we started our podcast, Missy Fowler. And yeah. so Eden's going to talk a little bit about her. Well, I can go on and on about you, Missy. Um, <laughs> been through a lot together. Um, she's helped me so much. She's helped you, Kim, a lot. Yeah. And our family members and it's a lot of people that I know have sent her so many clients and, and she's just a, a, a treasure to me. <laughs> um, so highly intuitive. So uh, such a good friend. So happy to have you on with us today to share everything with everybody that's listening, what, what we both know about you. So can't wait to get into it, but I'm going to introduce you formally. Uh, so she, her name is Missy Fowler, and she's an intuitive healer, a mentor, and emotion code practitioner. So first question I have, well, first, welcome, Missy. <laughs> Hi, Missy. Hi, girls. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here again. Thank yeah. you. And your um, episode, you know, we had to have you back because um, <laughs> just for two years straight, your episode has stayed pretty much in the top 10 um over and we have almost 100 episodes so i mean that's really saying a lot thank you well that's super exciting for you girls too you guys are doing right. an amazing extraordinary job with all that you share with the world so thank you for that yes oh you're you. so welcome <laughs> <laughs> okay so the first question is what i just introduced you as i would love to hear you explain a little bit in more detail about what those three things are an intuitive healer a mentor and an emotion code practitioner okay so how i see it is um as being an intuitive as you both are as well as we are able to tap into our inner guidance system or into our higher self to our spirit guides angels universe source god all those beings right so us all having access to that everyone has access to that so when I work with people, I'm able to connect to their higher self to receive and retrieve information for them to show them that the questions that they're having within themselves, that is true and to start to connect to their highest version of yourself. So being an intuitive, we're able to give answers and give them feedback and confirmations. So in my work, when working with people and being a spiritual healing guide, I'm able to get access to assist people and to show them how to get access to this as well and to create space within to be able to receive more, to be able to get more access, to get the own their own answers within, right? We're always looking to find the answers, but they're really truly within ourselves. So my biggest purpose here I'm finding out is to guide people to create that space, do some healing work with them, show them how they can connect to heal themselves as well. And in the process, create that space to open them up, to get access to all that is, and mm -hmm. to get connected more to their inner guidance system. And as an emotion code practitioner, I'm able to get to it through muscle testing and getting right to the root of the source of the emotion. So by doing that, we find out what the emotion is, the age, it could be in this lifetime, it can be a past life, it can be inherited, it can be in the womb, it can be from whatever it is that's meant to be, and it's through our subconscious. So it will show up when it's ready to be revealed. It knows us best, right? And when we're ready to face something, 
it will show up and we're able to get access to it and clear it and heal that. And I give them inner guidance and information and connecting to that as well through the process. It's not just the emotion code. So what has happened is that was a stepping stone for me. And through the process, it's led me to so much more to get access to and to show others what they have access to as well. So well, much deeper than a little therapy bit of session. Yes, much <laughs> deeper than a therapy session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. deeper and quicker. Yeah, and, and much I think more. Like it's important to tell everyone, I think that, you know, we, when we are in it, like I'll say, you know, I do intuitive work and intuitive healing work with clients as well, but then I'll go see Missy for my own self, because what happens is when we're in it, then it's very difficult for us to, sometimes it, we get blocked or sometimes we get too attached to whatever we're in. Yeah. And so you go to somebody else and they can help you find your higher self or your higher messages. Exactly. And that's the, that's the beautiful part is we have one another. And a lot of us are being reunited to assist one another in this process and to lend that handout for others along the way to show them that they have this ability and access to it as well. But in the process, that's what we get to do together, which is super just out of this world. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. There's not even, there's not even a word that I can even express to this. It's just so amazing. And to create that awareness, right. And open up people to show them and it's through our own experiences too, what we've gone through, because everything we go through, we grow through, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're all going yeah. through that right now, especially the world collectively. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Can you explain that when we do go through something difficult, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that something is wrong with us? And how can we trust in what feelings we are experiencing and that it's happening for our highest good? Okay, so as we come here, right, we're this, this um, human being, right, but we're all a spirit and energy, however you want to see it, connecting the two together. Through this, this process, we go through experiences to evolve and to grow ourselves through each, each experience that we go through. As I said, we grow through, right? So everything that we are going to face, we're attracting into our life to have that experience. And those people are playing a part in creating that opportunity for us. So we're always thinking, oh my goodness, why is this happening to me? And showing people, you know, is this happening to you or is it more happening for you, for a greater good, for the lessons that you came here, that you chose to come here to grow and evolve to and to connect that to your highest, your highest version of you, which we're, I know we're gonna get to that in a moment. But as we go through this work and as we grow and move through these things, that's how we evolve into our highest, grandest version of us. Yeah, powerful. Yes. Okay. Can you also explain to us uh, how we can have these false beliefs that kind of create um, a disillusion, like disillusionment, is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, from our ancestors and our past generations, like what, what we're picking up from them. And can you give an example or two of what that is versus I think our own belief system? Right, well, that's the thing in this, what I've found through this process and everything that I share, it's just something I've experienced. I'm not trying to tell people this is for them because it's not a one size fits all, but I can express to you that through this process, all the beliefs that we have taken on along the way, a lot of them aren't even ours. And then we keep reliving something over and over and over again, and we're not understanding why our life isn't changing. So if we go into 
believing like let's this is a simple one but it's very generational like if you go outside and your hair's wet right you're going to catch a cold do you believe that to be true hmm. i used to <laughs> i used to too. i used to right yeah. but then i tested it of course because of course what i everything i experienced i'm like you know what i put it to the test to see is that true so far, so good. I have not gotten a cold or gotten <laughs> sick from it, <laughs> but I believe that it comes with what our belief system is behind it. So if I went into that saying, oh my goodness, I'm going to go outside right now and I'm going to catch a cold because my hair is wet, I guarantee you I would have had that cold. Mm. Whatever I am feeling, I'm attracting and I'm creating. So as I went out there well, on a cold rainy day with my hair wet out of the shower, stood out there and enjoyed the rain like a little child running around right and i've done that many times so with that <laughs> i went out there i'm like there's no way i'm gonna get sick this is so much fun it's so free i get to just be and just express myself and i know i'm safe never got sick mm -hmm. so it's just a simple little thing you know and just a big one too is the belief behind the answer like asking a question or trying to uh, be afraid of the no What's the big deal about somebody saying no? Maybe you're being redirected for something better. Maybe it's something for you and your highest good that mm. is redirecting you. Yeah. No is yeah. not such a bad thing, but we have this belief behind it like we're being rejected or they don't, see, you know what I mean? And I had that for so long and I've just overcome that most recently because it can't hurt to ask because the worst that somebody can say is no. Mm. Yeah. Not, what about know, these are just very simple things. Yeah. But a lot of people can relate to that. I can, there's many more I could share in this. Well, this share this. Yes. Can you share like something a little bit darker and deeper, which is like what we pick up on from our parents, from the imprint material from our parents, and they picked it up from their parents and so on. And, you know, uh, more, you know, the, 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 the generations uh, before us. And what we're picking up on is their behaviors. Exactly. And are they our beliefs or their beliefs? Exactly. And that's a big deal too. It's like the fear, like with so like being in the news, right? When everything that's going on with the time we've been in and being in the fear of that and being around surrounding ourselves with certain family members. And it's just where they're at in their life, but they're getting caught up in that belief that what others are telling them instead of going within and saying, is this true for me? Mm -hmm. is you know what I mean and a lot of people that's what's been happening and as we go through this process and understanding this more deeply there's been so many times I'm trying to come up with an example right now and it's not showing up but it will come in in just a moment because I'm in my head a little bit right now so um because Eden and I talk about this all the time <laughs> and I was like Eden can you give me an example we just talked about this yesterday and I was on fire when I shared this with oh. you and I now mean, it just, it I'll remind you me we yes. talked about alcoholism Mm. Okay. <laughs> yes. And the belief behind that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So in my family, alcoholism runs on both sides of the family. Right. And the belief behind that is, is there's so much in this. Oh my gosh, Eden. Yes. So when people um, come from that and they don't realize that it's something that they've been around and seen, and then they take on that belief thinking that there's something wrong with them. And there's really nothing wrong with them. It's something they have gone through and they're suppressing it. And they're not realizing that the alcohol is suppressing that. So they don't need to, they don't want to face it because they're afraid to face something because it hurts so bad. 
So as you're in that process, what I've experienced with family all around me on all sides and throughout my whole entire life, I've been around this and um, it's shown me so much through along the way that there is nothing wrong with them. Like I want to show them that this is just something that they've experienced that they're not even remembering they've suppressed and through the alcohol, all they're doing is numbing it and that it's not so bad to just take a moment to go within and just say, face these little things that are coming up. They're very simple. It doesn't have to be something traumatic, but it's something that they've experienced and just taking that moment, having somebody that they trust to talk to, to express how they're feeling and to see that there isn't anything wrong with you. And just because you're deciding to do that, to not you know, deal with what that is, there's nothing wrong. You're okay. You're safe. Hmm. I think so, that's part of the problem is that we don't, when we pick up on the ancestors stuff, yes, we feel, we feel unsafe. Absolutely. Back, you know, when my ancestors with the Holocaust and that, you know, something like that keeps getting repeated from, you know, handing it down each generation, there's a lot of fear. Absolutely. And most of the, everything is around fear and yeah, not knowing how problem. to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the whole thing with that is when people are telling you, you know, I think even when we were talking about that, when I was sharing this, because I've been around it my whole life and I don't see them any different. I just see that they're just hurting and they're looking for help and support. Mm -hmm. And this is all they've ever known by what every generation has done is. Yeah. And, and that's what I know. I can go back to three generations and now moving forward, seeing that in family members, children in our family that are doing the same thing. And repeating the same pattern you know when so with that being said it's just they just need somebody to talk to to trust and to be open to and have a conversation with and really to know choose, that to what? choose a different path exactly and this is a path that's not the big deal like you don't have to stay here and if you did that's your path and that's your story and imagine what you can do to inspire somebody else through your story from that experience yeah and that's and what's with, coming with to that, with, Haven't you seen with ancestral trauma or ancestral healing, if if one of us chooses, if one person chooses to heal something that's been in generations and generations and generations, like abuse or alcoholism or um, you know being a convict, you know that you, you see that repeating. You see somebody getting arrested and going, "Oh well, my uncle was arrested, my father was arrested." Exactly. And so if they choose to change the story and heal that then yes. it's healed for seven generations forward and seven generations backward. And so you can ensure that, and I just got chills. You can, yes. you can be sure that that won't repeat anymore. Right. And, and that's, that's the, where we're at. Sorry. That's the false beliefs. I think when people believe that they're no better than their ancestors, their grandfather, their mother, because they did it. So I'm no better. And it's a limiting belief. Too. Absolutely. And a false belief. Yeah. It's, it's not the, their truth. It's just something they've fallen into because it's been around their surroundings and that's all they know. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's a just simple, like, yeah. A simple thing that, that you can do when you have those beliefs coming up, those ones that she was talking about with the heroin or, you know, um, oh, I've always struggled with money or whatever that may be. Right. You can stop and ask yourself, is that a fact? Where did this come from? And almost always you can't, prove it as an actual fact. It's the truth. Cause it's not your truth. 
because it's not your truth. And when you do take that moment to really take that time to ask that question, Kim, it's so powerful because you're like, wait a second, that's not my truth. What do I believe to be true? And then that's when you start asking more questions and feeling what feels right to you. Because a lot of time we're just doing what we're shown and what's surrounding us. Right. And then, and that's what we get to do to show people this. Hey, is this yours? Is it? If not, let's let's dive in here and check it out. Ask some questions. That's connecting your inner guidance system, retrieving that information and insight that is there for you. But we don't know how to get access to that until you get into this work and start the process. Right. So people, a lot of times, will make decisions based on what they think other people have done or what they're, what's been kind of imprinted in, in them from their past relatives, um, but it's not really their own truth. Exactly. Truth is more like when they're connected to their heart. Exactly. And that's where our, their higher self. our true, that's our higher self. And that's our true essence of yeah. who we truly are. You can refer it to as inner self. Higher self is your soul, your, um, higher consciousness, you know, people refer it to too many different, different ways. Doesn't mean one's right or wrong because there is no such thing as right or wrong. Anyways, it's just what you believe to be true at where you're at in that moment. And I would like to give like a personal example of, you know, when we take things on, if that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So for instance, and this is not shaming my family because I love them because they were there for me, for my growth to understand this. Right. Mm -hmm. So being with a family member as my grandfather was an alcoholic, then my dad was an alcoholic, then his son was an alcoholic, then his son's an alcoholic. Mm. They all made decisions based on what their influences were. Right. And going back generationals, they're just continuing the pattern in the cycle, not aware they're doing it. There's no shame on them. They are not aware of it. Yes. So for me, watching that and observing that, I'm seeing, well, this isn't what I want to do. Not saying I don't like to have a good time and have fun. That's not what I'm saying. But I didn't take on those patterns. I did the exact opposite. I learned from them and saw this is what I don't want to do. And usually you have one and the other in each family. And I'm seeing that with working with so many clients now that everybody has one and the other. Hmm. And then they're all there for the lessons and the, the experiences that are brought upon that for our evolution, for us to grow. And to understand this and to come to this place of knowing that all here for us. So I guess that's the difference. There's the knowing or having the awareness and some people are unconscious of it. Exactly. Making, repeating the, the pattern. Yes. And right now in the time we're in, I believe everything is breaking down to be rebuilt. And I believe that our children, we're in the process of opening it up, but our children are the ones that are going to start breaking those patterns. I believe they're the ones that came here to start breaking those. Wow. Yeah. Which is so exciting. So what do we do? What about, like, I think that I see this a lot with everyone I know, including myself sometimes, and I know Eden, um, we get, let's say something keeps happening um, that's difficult or we keep having an ailment pop up over and over again. So it gets so ingrained that we get so fearful of it happening, happening again. And when you say we create whatever we be, believe to be true, how do we get out of that cycle of kind of our mind getting in the way of being afraid of something happening again and again type of thing? Okay. 
Well, what I what I have done and recommend to most, well, to everybody is that it's when you're feeling this and this pattern keeps coming up, there's a reason for it because it's not healed. And how you heal it is by facing it. Mm. When you face it, you feel it, you acknowledge it. And then that gives you the moment because you can't just go from, oh, this is what it is. And then you need to go. You got to go through a process to really let it go and to become more aware of what that is. So as we face it, feel it, acknowledge it and let it go. That's how we can clear it and break that patterns. As we do that, we change our perspective and the belief behind it. So they all go together. So it's not just one thing, it's all things. But it starts to become a more of an awareness that this is existing. And then we get to start breaking those patterns. Mm. We're exciting. And then we yes. can see once we remove those and let them go, and then there's a forgiveness piece in there too. There's many dynamics to it, but forgiveness is very key, especially for ourselves and whatever part we play. Every one of us is playing a part in this experience. Nobody's right or wrong. Nobody's bad or good. We're just here doing our best and learning and growing through the process and whatever we choose. Like I have this place now where I am. I love everybody. I love whatever they've chosen to do. I don't have to like, but I truly love and see people for who they are. I don't care who they are, what they did, whatever. I have a love for that. That's unconditional love. I was just going to say, which I have come to find that that's unconditional love, but it had to start with myself. Yeah. For the very first time, I'm loving myself for the very first time. I just turned 50. This started mm -hmm. the process about two years ago in transition. It's been, I mean, it's been a lifelong process, mm -hmm. but everything I've ever gone through created this experience for me to see and look back and reflect and say, wow, look at how far you've gone. And then to see what the purpose was for each thing that I ever endured that created who I am today and to show others anything's possible. I love it. You yeah. know what book, um, it makes me think of a book if, if anyone listening feels pulled to this, but there's a book called Oneness by Rasha and it's channeled, um, but it explains all of what we're talking about in really deep detail. And it just helps you understand everything going on, like why things happen in life, why we're at where we're at in the world, everything. It's just Absolutely. so profound. That's amazing. That it, and it's very helpful to have that. I have not read that. I will be checking that out. Yeah. I love to get confirmations of everything, you know, that we're talking about and it just boosts us up and release those doubts in those yeah, it's a, false it's a beliefs. One, you can just open it up and it'll give you like what you need that day. It's like one of those. Okay. Awesome. That's yeah. beautiful. Okay. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> okay. So here's a question. I think I get a lot from clients. What is our higher self? Can you explain what that is? Yes. So our higher self is our highest version of us. And how I can always explain that to people is it's nothing weird. It's that you never feel like you have a conversation and you feel like somebody's talking to you and you talk back and you're like, that's the best conversation I've ever had. You know, that's our highest self coming through. Do we always listen to it? No, but if we don't, that's okay. That shows us that there's more for us to learn and grow from. Hmm. So that highest version is our highest, truest essence of who we are. We come here in this earth experience, right? To evolve and grow ourselves. And then it comes a time when we start to bridge the two. And that's what we're in right now is everything we've learned, we need to let go, detach, cut cords, cut all the things that go with that. We're not to be attached to anyone or anything. So we can evolve to our highest version. We take what we need, the little nuggets and leave the rest behind. So as we create that with that 
being said, our, you know, our higher self is our grandest version of who we are. So, so when we look in the mirror, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, so when we look in the mirror, we're looking into our higher self, into our soul. So that wow. self-love, you know, looking for that, looking in the mirror, every time you walk by a mirror, say, I love you. It's not very comfortable at first, right? But that's you connecting to your higher self, automatic writing. We can connect to our higher self. All we do is ask a question. What is my highest good to know today? Mm -hmm. And then just let your pen write. So it's here to give us the answers. It knows everything about us because it's who we are yeah. in our highest version of us. And would you say that's our, the self connected to God, the most, like the most powerfully absolutely. connected to God? Yes, absolutely. And source universe. I believe in all of it. I call it Gus, God, universe, source, spirit, God, yeah. angel. We have so many right beings, but yes, universally. Yes. The God consciousness and how yes. we are all part of that. We are all one. We are all connected as the one that oneness that's why i'm curious about that book yeah because a lot of the channel writing that i receive is i guarantee i'm getting similar things and i can't wait mm -hmm. to but that's a yeah. task so i yeah. i have it missy you can you can okay cool okay perfect thank you <laughs> oh she'll um, want to buy her own <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Yes. you oh, you have to bring me my tupperware back anyway so yes that's perfect i do i do yes um yes so uh, on that same topic, mm -hmm. you did say something when we talked yesterday about the, what do you feel in the first three seconds? What, what's your gut? Oh, our you? gut reaction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's the same as the higher self talking to. Yes. Us. So, um, what I always recommend to people to trust, this is when you want to start trusting your inner guidance or your intuition is what the feeling you get in the first three seconds. So if it feels good, more than likely that's a yes. When you're feels icky or just off, usually that's a no. So I always recommend that's guiding you and connecting you more to your intuitiveness and the higher version of you, which is your higher self, your soul connecting to those answers. So if we go with the no, which I did most of my life, that's why I got to experience all that I got to experience in this lifetime and existence is because I always doubted the feeling, but now I understand that I was just being in a process of learning and growing. And now I can look back at that. And now I trust my gut instincts. Yeah. 99% of the time, every once in a while I go off, but then there's more for me to, you know, get to the good goodies of all the goodness that this life has to offer. So most of the time, but I go with that instinct and go, okay, this doesn't feel good. You know what? I'm just going to take a step back and I'm just going to observe it and watch and just tune in and ask myself, is this in my highest good? to mm -hmm. go to this and then start asking those questions and connecting more to your inner guidance system. it's waiting for you to connect to it now we're all waking up right now can you read other people's higher selves yes so that's when i do work um with people i didn't know that's what i was doing until the last year and a half but i would be sharing something from them and i'm like does this make sense and like it's exactly what i was doubting about myself mm -hmm. and i said well your higher self one day i was like I heard it's their higher self. Do you get it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I do. This is so cool. So what I get to do is intuitively connect to their higher self, retrieve information to give to them, to show them, yes, here you go. You don't need to doubt yourself anymore. And that starts that process because that's a process. We have so many layers, right? Of things that we've taken on those beliefs that aren't ours and mm -hmm. programming, the patterns, everything. So connecting to that and showing them, connecting to their higher self through that process and trusting that 
And when I'm doing the work, I'm able to get access to give them the answers to show them. Now, I'm not giving people answers what to do, but trusting more within themselves. So right. it's a really cool process. And do you do you want to do the process on on me right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have about like seven more minutes. So for a minute. Okay. What do you want to do? What do you want to talk about today? Oh, I have to say what I want to talk about, huh? No, no. <laughs> I um I was looking for my water. Um we've been doing this so many days in a row that I feel like I'm like you're blank mm. on me. I am trying to blank on you oh, right now. Oh, she can hear me. Yeah. Mm, that would be fun. That would be fun. So <laughs> You're more fun. I know. Eden, I know. I, we've been doing a lot of that. In fact, we did it right before our call today. So with that being said, with you, with uh, you, Kim, like what's been going on? I know you mentioned that a lot of stuff that you've been going through lately and connecting more to your guidance system. Mm -hmm. having more beliefs and more empowering moments to yourself and understanding everything you're going through is for a greater purpose and how you're going to be able to assist others along the way through your process because you've experienced it. So everything that you're going through right now, trusting that it's for a greater purpose because it's a purpose that you came here to grow and evolve to, to assist others along the way. So everything that you've just been taking on, especially recently, are you starting to see the connection to that? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Okay. So are you, have you been, I feel like you've been releasing a lot of doubts around it and starting to get more clear on it and understanding about it. Yes. Okay. So those are things that's just like a little something. And then we would go into a session mm -hmm. and, and then and usually that's what the, when the releasing starts. And everything that we would talk about before that would be clearing it so we can create that space so then more stuff can come in and upgrades and activations can start happening to open up more to what is which everything is limitless and infinite and through that process then it builds us up through the process so then we can lend a hand out to others and just right. show them you know and give them tools for their tool belt and show them what they have access to do the same Whew, amazing yes <laughs> Yeah, so that's just yeah. a little and nugget. That's why but... It is so important to to do the work. You know, the more work you do on yourself, it's never ending. But the more work you do on yourself, the more uh, you can, I guess, even when hardships happen, you have more tools. Absolutely. You know? Hardships are the greatest, greatest moments, to be honest, through the process. Yeah. Yeah. The ego, the more you shed the ego, the more you get to your true self and then the more joy you can access exactly and the ego is there for a purpose too and it was and we just tell the ego hey just be in a little observer over here when i need your help i'll let you know in your assistance yes. <laughs> little guidance because i'm starting to reside here in my heart space where my truth resides and this is where i would like to live now fully and if i need any assistance there i love that so the ego gets in the way of our true feelings our true messages our true path. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when that happens, when you start connecting the two, because there's nothing wrong with having the ego, but there comes a time when we keep continue to grow and evolve and the ego starts to feel left out. And that's when it gets louder mm. <laughs> and it's trying to detour you 
And so that's why you want to give love to it and say, hey, just come on over here, just be an observer. And through this process, I'll let you know, but come along with me mm. and let's go to what's really in our truth and our higher self and be able to stand in that truth and be able to speak more of our truth because we're afraid with belief systems that if we speak, we're going to get rejected or we don't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So that's what the ego will start telling us. And then you can start to say, and I hear you, but you know what? This isn't what I believe to be true today. This is what I believe to be true, but thank you for your input. So you're always connecting it. And it's pretty powerful to just not ignore it because it is part of our human existence, but we are evolving into our highest versions of ourselves right now. And it's a very exciting time. So I don't know. There's so much to talk about, about this, but yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, we're, we're having to close the uh, episode out, but first, before we do share with us, how can people find you? Do you have a website? Yes, my website is Missy Fowler. So it's M-I-S-S-Y-F-O-W-L-E-R-111.com. And then you can find me on Instagram. I think, I believe it's Missy Fowler 111. There might be a dot somewhere in there. And then Facebook. Um, I'm starting to get more active and really stepping into what I'm here to do and be. Um, So come find me and let's have a conversation. It would be a blast to just explore together and just see what there is to heal and let go of because everybody has something to heal. We all do. Even as much yeah. work as we've been doing and do yeah. there's always give me a lot because we have many, uh, lives of that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, but this lifetime, yeah, there's a lot. So absolutely. Well, thank you for coming back. Yes. And thank you for having me. Everybody can listen to this episode and then go back and listen to her episode back in the beginning and in amongst our first episodes. And then you'll hear her ad on a bunch of the episodes we had after that. So remember that? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> no, it's awesome. So thank you, Missy, for being here yes. and all your wisdom. Mm, thank, you. thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay, Bye. talk to you soon. Bye. 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 For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.